Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. As we know, there is a lot of wrestling on television. There's also a lot of wrestlers to try and fit in too, so ideas are pinging all over the place like nobody's business. AEW falls into this category and it's likely even more prevalent with them as they're still kind of brand new still finding your feet, you tend to throw everything at the wall. Not all of it did make it to TV, however, and sometimes that's sad. For I am sorry for what culture, please do hit that subscribe button. This is five amazing ideas AEW scrapped too soon. Blood and Guts was meant to happen in February, and not March 2020 when we eventually got it. There is a whole story to this, and when AEW first announced it, we had a graphic and everything... Then that damn pandemic hit, and life was never the same again, including this match. The main reason was due to that dynamite being moved from the Prudential Center to an empty dailies place. Without a crowd, what is even the point? As Chris Jericho discussed on Talk is Jericho, if we had been able to do it, Nick Jackson would have been available because he wouldn't have been injured, and the original location was where the first war games went down. And yes, that was intentional. It was an homage. So this just ties into the obvious. If you have a plan and you're ready to execute it, and then you have to change it at the last second, there's always going to be some challenges. Really though, both AEW and WWE really did deal with this the best they could, but let's never do it again. It was a horrible, horrible time. Chris Jericho's first stable. So it's quite clear that whatever AEW was going to do in the early days, Chris Jericho would lead a group. This was smart because he was their biggest star, so if you put lesser known faces around him, their stock will rise. As we know, that's exactly what happened. Before the inner circle, though, another idea was on the table, and it featured a different bunch of guys. The wizard would recruit the Lucha brothers, Anthony Agogo, and even MJF to try and show the world these were dudes to keep an eye on. It was soon decided that having Penta, Phoenix, and Maxwell on the same side wasn't really going to work, which is when we picked Sammy Guevara, Ortiz, Santana, and Jake Hagar, and you can't fault it. The inner circle were a huge part of all elite wrestling's early years. Jericho even had a name for version one of his team, The Fist. You can kind of figure out why that one didn't get signed off. Can you imagine the memes? Number eight, the Joshi Heavy Women's Division. So you are allowed to know what Joshi wrestling refers to. Some crazy people act otherwise, but it's not a prerequisite for life. You live and you learn. It is basically the name for Japanese female grappling, though, and it was this group of ladies that AEW was going to focus on when building their women's division. It is quite clear when you go back and watch things from 2019, and Kenny Omega was also keen, because apart from Awesome Kong, every other competitor was mostly from that side of the pond really quite clever all things considered because this is how wcw had made its name by bringing in amazing mexican performers and that's what almost happened here too the joshies smashed it i would assume the pandemic ended this because travel was impossible it's not like it was terrible Britt baker thunder rosa nyla rose jamie hayton a ton more have been great and of course the likes of rio and Sheeda have still made appearances let's hope that we can give it another go down the line though because i still think there's something to it as much worldwide wrestling as we can get 
is only going to help the entire industry. An awesome match that made so much sense. So this one gets somewhat of a pass as the alternative was also great. So that's a win-win. Wheeler Yuta abandoned the best friends to join the Blackpool Combat Club and subsequently had a bunch of amazing matches and made a name for himself. Yeah, that'll do it. Originally, though, as was foreshadowed, Trent wasn't happy about any of this. He pondered as to why Wills had done this, and the eventual fallout would have seen the two come to blows, earn each other's respect, which in turn would have made their group even stronger than it was before. So the super best friends, I suppose. We basically did that, but put the focus on the BCC, and Trent still had his moment at around the same time he reformed Rapongi Vice for the Forbidden Door show. So that's okay, because everybody was pleased. It was a story beat that kind of just vanished, however, and the match itself would have rocked. Maybe we can get it down the line. The Four Horsemen Reboot. During the summer of 2020, AEW started dropping hints that a Four Horsemen Reboot was on the way. You're damn right. There was a bunch of Easter eggs that the company likes to do, although these were a little more on the nose. Cody Rhodes and FDR were just throwing up the Four Horsemen sign like there was no tomorrow. Dax Harwood would do this by holding four fingers towards his chest when he started making pins, and Rhodes once said he was the fourth man Tony called when building the promotion. This wasn't an accident. There was also reports that Arn Anderson was trying to secure the trademark so he didn't take a genius. However, we should say there was a lot of denials about this. Maybe we were just being trolled. What seems more likely is they couldn't make the pieces fit. Cody and FTR never really had much of a relationship on screen, and the American Nightmare would have had to have gone mega heel to make this click. Never felt like he wanted to go in that direction. More power to him. Still, it is out there if you do want to relive such madness. I, for one, would have loved it, but I am a sucker for nostalgia. Therefore... I am part of the problem. Stats-based storytelling. I always assumed this was going to fade out eventually, because how could it not? When, however, AEW did sign its deal with Warner Media, the press release did indeed promise that, for example, if a wrestler's finish was getting kicked out of a lot, said performer would have to go back to the drawing board and think of something new. So there would be shifts depending on what happened within the environment of a fight. Brian Danielson kind of embraced this when he arrived, because in late 2021, he was trialing finishing moves like he was having some sort of crisis, evaluating their success as he went. Obviously, the win-loss records were a thing for a while too, but before long, we were back to classic sports entertainment. Probably because it's just easier to book stories that way. I would still say there's room to have more fun with this in the future, though, because why not introduce some select wrestlers around it and see what happens? The best thing about this stupid sport is that there aren't really any rules, and if it clicks, it also gives AEW something really unique to throw out there. In terms of recent times, though, we have definitely moved away from this, but I'm still enjoying the product i can't get mad know of any other awesome ideas that were cut from aew make sure you let us know in the comments below and don't forget to like the video share the video and subscribe then head over to whatculture.com where you can read yourself some articles make sure you come follow us on social media whatculturewwe and simon316 and trust me i know i make a lot of them there are videos out there waiting for you go and watch them my name is simon what culture thank you very much for listening as always i look forward to talking to you very very soon I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. Yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend (laughs) that I don't right now. Hold it in. And our current faves. Luffy must have his due. (laughs) Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. I remember, what was that? (laughs) Say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. 
and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel.